Stanhope. What is his history with Amber Heard? This Watch is awesome. To find out. Doug Stanhope is an up and rising. Okay. Um, there's some follow-up coverage of the Johnny Deep case and Scamber Turds debacle, public debacle, spectacle. That's all it is. It's a spectacle to uh, distract, keep us distracted, entertained during Trump virus. And uh, a spectacle to uh, distract us from the real case that we want to see. And that is the January 6th committee. I'm going to have to do a podcast on that. Um, I just started a pod, uh, podcast about how to live your life. Maybe I'll make that a series. Okay. But yeah, how to live your life. Basically, the goal is, like my bandmate just says, to raise our vibration. Raises, you know, the frequency. You know, that gets higher. But not necessarily with drugs. or But, but get high on life. That's a good tip. Get high on life. Just as tips and tricks. Maybe I should turn that into a show to just as tips and tricks. Anyway, let's go to uh, finding out about the stand up about the uh, Doug Stanhope, who's a comedian. I like this guy's work, and. Uh, he, as it turns out, he lives in Arizona too, and I just tweeted him um, last this past week and uh, thanking him for for um, being a friend to Johnny De- Deep, my BF boyfriends, and well, you know, boyfriend and spirits and boyfriends. Yeah, he's a boy. The friends. He did talk to me. Did. You kissed my heart. You kissed my heart. How could I not be his girlfriend, at least? Bare minimum. So anyway, yeah. You kissed my heart. Should do a pod- podcast on that. Johnny Depp kissed my heart. And then go find the screenshots. That was before that Instagram account was shut down. Anyway, thanks for the 5,000 um, subscribers and followers across social media such buzzing sounds uh, bueno bueno <laughs> they hung up with me Any, okay anyway um okay so Doug Stanhope so I thanked him on Twitter, said thank you for being a friend to Johnny Deep, to our hero, and I invited him to come, uh, you know, come hang out. All of these, you know, the whole team, whole team uh, free vacay, come down on a weekend or something. We can have a safe bender, and like a you know celebratory bender. Nothing dangerous. Nothing shitty drama. You know, the shitty drama's over. That's that's the thing about this. 
And so anyway, so I thanked him. I invited him, as well as Johnny D. I also uh, wished uh, Lily Rose happy birthday the other day in French and told her and told her she was a recent and and gorgeous. Um, And invited her as well. So, who knows, you know. She's busy celebrating right now his victory. And gosh, bless his heart, you know. Couldn't have happened to a better person. So, um, and now, oh, because. Um, he had come out, I saw this YouTube clip that Stan Hope had come out and, I don't know, said she was full of bullshit or something like that. Um, so yeah, I thanked him, and now I see there's this, there's this clip and he's gonna, he's gonna sue, apparently, um, Miss Turd for malicious, bullish. Are fucking malicious legal bullshit. Anyway, let's get back let's let's hear it out, man. Um more uh Robert Downey Jr. too. I uh did a podcast on that. Uh, um he um got Johnny Depp uh part comedian from Arizona who is a close friend of Johnny Depp. He's known Depp for years and has been a frequent guest at Depp's house. The comedian hmm. first went viral in May 2016 when he wrote an article defending Johnny Depp Ow. on the rap. He was one of the first to call out Amber Heard as the violent one in the Depp Heard marriage. Hmm. Doug was hit with a defamation lawsuit from the actress within just one week of penning the article. However, the lawsuit was dropped within a few months. Thanks to negotiations by Johnny Depp on the comedian's behalf, there are now rumors that Doug might sue the actress for malicious prosecution as it's been revealed that he was right all along and that her mm-hmm. defamation lawsuit against him was a false allegation. On May 27, 2016, Amber Heard showed up to the court to file a restraining order against Johnny Depp, her then-husband. The actress was covered in bruises, which she alleged were a small part of the history of domestic violence she faced from Johnny. Pictures of the actress on the day went viral and Depp was torn apart by the internet. Unfortunately, nobody came to defend the actor except for Doug Stan. In just two days, on May 29, 2016, Doug published Amber Heard is blackmailing an article on the rap titled Johnny Depp, Here's How I Know. The article is written in an informal tone, describing his conversations with Johnny the day after Amber claimed she was attacked. Doug stated that he and his girlfriend spent the day with Johnny and that there was no way he could have assaulted his wife that night. Doug then proceeded to narrate the events of the day in that article. According to Doug, Depp was in a very poor mood that day due to his mother's untimely death and Amber threatening to leave him. The actress was blackmailing him that she would lie about him to the public if he did not agree to her terms. Doug confronted Johnny directly about leaving Amber. Doug warned him about how she might damage his name on the internet or even take it to court in the form of divorce.
hours. The actor just said thanks for being honest and went to sleep without showing any signs of aggression. In the article, Doug also wrote about how he had witnessed Amber being manipulative towards Deb throughout their marriage. He claimed that Deb was at his weakest when he was with her and that all of Deb's friends had a dislike for her since the beginning. However, nobody said anything to Johnny as they did not want to overstep their boundaries. While the internet was piling in on Johnny for assaulting her, Doug was the only person who stood by his side from the beginning. Yeah. However, as soon as the article came out, Amber Heard filed a defamation lawsuit against Doug. She sued him for emotional distress and interference <laughs> with personal relationships as well. The lawsuit claims that the article was entirely false. The actress sought maximum possible damages from the suit. Doug, however, did not retract the statements he made in the article. He claimed that he was ready to face the suit head on and that he was willing to expose more secrets about their marriage. However, Amber dropped the lawsuit against him in a few months. There was no settlement between the two parties. Instead, Depp had negotiated with his ex-wife to drop the lawsuit, according to Doug's lawyer. The infamous Depp versus her trial has aired out the couple's dirty laundry. As you all know by now, it's been revealed that Doug was telling the truth the whole time. The general public is fully on Depp's side. As a result, Amber Heard's public reputation has been destroyed, and she has been losing out on movie roles as well. Since the defamation lawsuit that Amber hit Doug with has proven to be baseless and a false allegation, people now want Doug to sue her back for malicious prosecution once Depp's lawsuit against her is settled. He's won the hearts of Johnny Depp fans, who have now yet another reason to despise Amber Heard. People have also appreciated Johnny for saving his friend by convincing his violent ex-wife to drop the suit. It's needless to say that Doug and Johnny's friendship might now become stronger than ever. And now, we would like to hear your thoughts on the issue. Do you think Amber Heard would be able to survive another lawsuit? What do you think the verdict of the Depp versus her trial will be? Let it She'll have to hit up Elon Musk. Cover this one. Have to do all what who knows what probably another menage a trois I'll probably call it even she's got a weakness so somehow she just like um you know very seductive apparently you know um <laughs> comments okay check this out too i personally think that every person she ever wronged should sue her it would keep her busy for a while hopefully keep her from latching on to her next victim she's nothing more than a call girl looking for a next meal ticket love to see this narcissistic people like her never learn you just have to pound them down into the dirt so they hopefully can't hurt anyone and again correction she was not covered in bruises she was covered in fake bruises she made with her bruise kit. That being said, thank you, jurors, for coming back with your favorable verdict for J.D. Not sure why you held him accountable for something his lawyer agent said, but that's okay. You struck a blow and you came back with zero amount in the punitive part. Hmm. Um... She's not being demonized. She's done that to herself with the help of her co-demons. She's a monster. She should... I'm, I'm gonna... Mm, okay.
Trista for governor. I personally think that every person, oh yeah, okay. Uh, Doug's not an up-and-coming comedian. He's an absolute legend and a genuine, decent human being. Yeah. I should um, copy that so I can just, like, not spam, like spam in quotation marks. It's called tireless self-promotion, okay? And... Um... rides and the truth about amber heard's sister uh, answer one question i don't want to comments okay uh actually watching the entire trial it is apparent that she is the abuser the jury was great johnny isn't perfect but it's very apparent her mountain of evidence is non-existent she caused this whole mess just sad she was absolutely guilty of hurting him multiple times. The statements made by Johnny's lawyer that they spilled wine and made it look like something after the first set of the police left was disproven. Jury was spot on. Okay. Well, she alone opened up her own cans of whoop ass. She's caused a lot of hurt and she had no remorse, so now she's getting it back a hundredfold. I don't feel any kind of compassion for bullies. Me either, mate. Let's see. Seriously, most of us would have just been happy with seven million. <laughs> seven million for what? Being married less than two years. Quite the windfall, I would say. But she is just, she just is greedy and stupid, and it's a good thing. She knew that if she was put on the standard from the public opinion, she would behave as she did. Right. In my best Mortal Kombat voice, finish her. She acts the way she does because she gets away with it. It's high time for some accountability. I remember reading that and listening to an interview with him about Amber and Johnny. I didn't know she tried to sue him, too. I hope he does go after her and really drives that lesson home for her. You don't go around abusing people, blackmailing people, and ruining people's lives because it's going to catch up. To you with a vengeance. He needs good friends around him that believe and believed in him. He has suffered for letting the devil in his bed. Next woman as Johnny deserves a good woman to spend his golden years with. He needs to see her inner beauty instead of going by about beauty that is amused. Being on or off his addictions, he needs to keep his head blue as clear to know if he's wrestling another man eating snake. Johnny, be good to you first, and the rest will follow. Heard one of the court tapes where she had smacked him in the ear, admitting, then tried to tell him she loved him. 
He got angry, told her this wasn't living in, living or loving, and he wouldn't lose himself for her. You go, Johnny. I'm rooting for you. Let the pain go and let the river flow, cleansing you. Hmm. Nice. Jen Miller. I wonder if that's my friend. I don't answer my phone unless uh, I'm, I'm expecting a doctor. I mean, expecting a call. Your answer, your remarks, your comments. Okie doke, so um, I have to change it or maybe they will report for me for spam. Anyway, um, Amber committed perjury in the UK. Johnny can still appeal. Uh-oh, Amber Heard committed perjury in UK trial. Huh. Popcorn's planet. Harry and Megan exposed wearing mics. Okay. Let's check this thing out about uh, perjury in the UK. <laughs> that sounds like a nice kind of like Sex Pistols inspired perjury in the UK. I'll write that down. Perjury in UK song like Sex Pistols okay so you're still there oops okay Johnny can steal a bit still a feel skip ads it's ad free existence popcorn planet Popcorn Planet, I am Andy Signor, and I'm so glad we have Black Belt Barrister here. Daniel, welcome back. You were here, and I asked you for another eight minutes because I want to ask you about these perjury charges. Now, a lot of people are going out there saying, well, she's already got some perjury charges pending. Amber has them in Australia, based on what we know, and we know that seems legit. They're still looking into it. But now that the U.S. trial has shown that you know there was a uh, defamation charge a lot of lawyers here a lot of people elsewhere are all speculating on can they go back to the uk is there any any process that can then reevaluate did amber heard perjure herself and lie under oath i want to get your thoughts is this all just something wishful thinking that we will happen or do you think there is a path to perjury charges in the uk well let's start with this um it, it's all it's always possible. The, the possibility is that uh, there is the mechanism there to do this. It's normally reserved for, let's say, someone that is trying to obstruct a prosecution or obstruct a case and deliberately lie. So it's normally when a person is caught out in a lie when the, the state is trying to move a case forward. Let's say, let's take a random driving offence and we have what we call penalty points. If one person's trying to take points for another person, 
it's obviously the wrong person. And if the state finds out, they, they then come to prosecute them for perverting the course of justice. Perverting the course of justice is, is, is perjury. It's, it's principally lying to the court. It is making a false statement, usually under oath or usually just an official statement, which perverts the natural cause of justice. So the and mechanism how much is time always does that there. Carry with it? it doesn't usually happen in retrospect. So if you have a trial and let's say someone's made allegations and they are unfounded, it's normally the trial is heard, the allegations are not made out, and everyone goes on their merry way. Now, at least, uh, maths will tell you, at least half of the people that within those trials find that unfair, because the people that are subject of false allegations think, well, hang on a minute, this person has lied, and the court has made a finding of fact that this was not true. Now, there's two ways of looking at this. Either they they didn't, the court didn't make a finding of fact that they were true or that they found that they were untrue. And there's a slight difference in those two. One is just it didn't meet the threshold. One is we've decided and you were lying. Now, if it's the latter, they've decided, the court's decided that they were lying, then that makes it much more likely for a charge of perjury. Now, there's an interesting point here, which uh, this is, this is a, a bit like throwing out a, you know, bring out some kind of uh, explosive and see what happens. But it is always possible for individuals to raise a private prosecution against somebody else if there is a crime that's occurred. Now, it, it can always be taken over by the state and controlled by the state, but individuals can do that. And so, so long as there is um, a, a, a crime and offence that's taken place and sufficient evidence, it's always possible. Uh, some companies run their own private prosecutions, sort of, you know, mail companies. We have our Royal Mail. They run their own prosecutions. They prosecute their own staff sometimes for stealing mail instead of the CPS, the Crown Prosecution Service, which is our state prosecutorial body. So companies do that if their employees are stealing and so on. So there are always avenues that people can be prosecuted for these things. And in a case such as this, again, which is why I mentioned my petition uh, in my other videos, if enough people think it should happen, then there's certainly a possibility. Um, this makes, gives me an idea about <clears throat> suing uh, like a class action suit against, against Trump. Um, And, uh, yeah, just thought of maybe set up a Patreon, like, Sue Trump. Um, and you, you sign up a class action lawsuit, Sue Trump, and uh, for treason, sedition, insurrection, since nobody else is doing it, let's start a class action lawsuit. How, if you agree, if you agree, you know. Seeking uh, one billion in damages to the United States uh. and our standing around the world. Anyway, let's get back to the black belt barrister. So you're saying, basically, what I'm hearing is, if enough of us were like, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna pursue this rally some funds, whatever it is, we could put up a petition to proceed to, to charge Amber Heard with perjury charges. Johnny wouldn't even have to do it. 
Indeed, it's certainly possible. Yes. <laughs> well, that's it. And that's one. That's one of the. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I'm just, no, go ahead. I'm, just, well. I'm, I'm intrigued. Consider me intrigued. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you feel like it would have a case? Like, do we have a case? Is there enough evidence? you feel like she has proven herself would the u.s trial be able to be brought in as evidence would the australia incident be able to brought in would there be enough instances do you think already to prove or would we need some sort of more bigger smoking gun to warrant it making really having any success well for me there's there's, there's more than one element that could be brought into question one that could be brought into question is this idea of pledge and donate and what that means because in the uk trial um i forget which of her sort of seven or eight witness statements it was but she she said that she donated all the money and obviously in the us trial there was this whole pledge and donate debate as to whether or not i mean she knows she knew whether she'd actually send that money or not and the question mark there could be well was she deliberately misleading the court in the statements that she did provide in the UK trial, was she deliberately misleading the court? Because if in fact that was a lie, then that would obviously, uh, should have had a serious impact on, on the UK judgment. So did that then you know, pervert the course of justice in the UK? That's a serious question mark. That's probably one of the biggest question marks, but also any of the other elements of the credibility, albeit, no, no doubt the counter to that will be that the judge in this case went through those elements of credibility and ultimately discounted them. But if now, let's say you can cherry pick evidence that, that has come out in the, in the US trial that undermines, directly contradicts any of those points of credibility, and if they prove that she lied to the court in any event, in any circumstance, then either one of those is perverting the course of justice. And so either one of those... If, if founded, would support a charge. Hi, I'm Kathy, and this is my RV, Roscoe. Say hi, Roscoe. My payment on Roscoe is $609 per month. He's got four beds, a full bathroom, and a kitchen. But until recently, one thing he didn't have was a job. But now, with good Sam RV rentals, all those weekends I can't use Roscoe, he's out earning money by camping with folks like the Andersons. Sorry, no ad. If founded, would support sorry, a charge. No, sorry. Yeah, I mean, she was she was mixing up dates. There's a, let's talk about the charity donations. She went on the the, the tour to sort of say that there's countless evidence hey, of her being there. caught in her lies. There's also recently a big charge about the fact that she said she paid a certain amount of money, which Elaine, you know, mentioned to the jury, but apparently that 
some are saying, well, that's a lie because the insurance company actually paid for it. We could argue semantics, well, it was mine, et cetera, but um, that wasn't the money coming out of Amber Heard's pocket as they sort of tried to play. There was a lot of spinning and playing. So it sounds like, you know, and there, and there still may be more that, that, that come out. We're still waiting to hear from the jurors, jurors if there's anything else sort of they, they were able to catch or anything else. Uh, so... Uh, Clearly, you're saying there's a lot. And that, I noticed, as you were saying, you do have a petition on here that I'm happy to endorse. This petition is to basically reopen the appeal in the UK, which would basically do what we're saying. No? Uh, yes, well, ideally, because, I mean, ordinarily, um, to reopen an appeal, which includes permission to appeal, which is relevant to the UK judgment, because it was permission to appeal that was refused, but the rules provide for reopening an appeal and permission to appeal... Um, ordinarily, it's got to be done by an application, but the court can make orders of its own motion. And either Johnny Depp or his lawyers make this application to reopen based on everything that's happened, or the court does it of its own motion. I, I prefer the court does it of its own motion on the basis that this is such a disparity between these two decisions. And so much has come out in the US trial that supports that this is a real injustice. And I've quoted um, on this page, further down the page, um, the rule provided that if it's a real injustice, then that's one of the factors the court will look at to reopen an appeal or permission to appeal. Uh, and this was in that case, uh, Taylor Lawrence of 2002, where the Court of Appeal confirmed that this, this does apply to reopening appeals like uh, sorry, I was trying to find that statement in there, but yeah, the, the, I will put this link in the description down below. Let's uh, let's go ahead and sign it. I mean, I, I'm curious though. Do you do you think Johnny wants this? I mean, to me, this case has gotten almost bigger than Johnny in a way. I mean, it's <laughs> covering it on my end. I've had so many survivors of words, as we call them, just call out and. They're just so angry, and not only Amber, but Elaine, and this whole publicity tour that they're currently on, basically trying to justify and ignore the, the verdict that we got justice to say, well, the UK trial, it's a try, it's a try, you know, it's the case of two trials is what Elaine keeps trying to spin of, well, we know, we, we know he's guilty because the UK said it, and these people are all wrong. Um, and it's really frustrating and disservice, and to all these other victims who've actually suffered, and we don't believe Amber did. Not because we're Johnny fans, not because of politics, which a lot of people want to spin it into, but because of the evidence, right? The the tapes, the, the tapes, Amber's testimony, it was all over the place. There were a lot of discrepancies. She changed her story just the way she gave it. It just wasn't, no one bought it. Um, I don't, I, she did a service to victims in that she, in our opinion, made it up. And so I think a lot of people want to stand up for that right to say, no, enough is enough. And the media that's spinning it, this isn't even really just about Johnny. It's about we're not going to accept this type of behavior anymore and this spin by the mainstream media to just try to, well, let's use the UK trial as our reason why we can do all this because that one judge found her in, you know, innocent. Um, what is your thought? Do you think this is an important thing to do or do you think potentially we're maybe going above and beyond too much? Um, it's an interesting question, and it's a very interesting point. Uh, and, and to some extent, I mean, I, I obviously don't know the answer because I haven't spoken to Johnny. If Johnny wants to reach out, by the way, if he ever, ever ends up watching this, then reach out to me. I'd love to chat. But... Yeah, we will handle that all for you, exactly. <laughs> but um, I, I'm sure on some level, Johnny is now done with it. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's not. Maybe he would like um, you know, it, it to be looked at again in the UK. I don't know. I'd love to know. But... Certainly from my perspective, because I don't know, I felt that at the very least, I want enough people to say 
yeah, we think this should be looked at again. Even if it's not, even if nothing happens, even if Johnny says, look, you know, I, I don't want this to happen. I feel that it was my way of reaching out because I feel strongly about this. As I wrote in the petition, that I feel that enough people need to just sign it to say, I agree with this because I agree with everything you've just said. Because as a barrister, I, I've been in family cases where there's, there's been disputes and there's been violence between parties. I've seen it, what, in my view, is, is prejudice against one party and another. And it, it, it has to stop because the, the, the allegations can be real, they can be false, and they can be either way around. So this, this has to be about the truth. It has to be about justice. That's why my wife came on the channel yesterday on that video to speak up and say this is what i think as well you know she had to come on and say her piece and say this this is about truth and justice and truth matters because you're, you're right i mean i'm i'm all for the, the the me too movement in the sense that people should speak up if they have genuine complaints and they want to make you know, allegations that are true and and founded and they shouldn't be put off by doing so when someone makes a false allegation, and if, if that's what's happened here, and it's being it's being spread about as as as, as you put it, you know, a, a, a news spin and, and doing the rounds, this is only going to deter people from actually coming forward. It's going to have the opposite effect. It's not going to encourage people to come forward. It's going to make them think worse about it. This should be seen as a case where she was taken seriously. It went to trial. It went to trial for six weeks. I took days off work of, of going out and, and doing my work to watch key bits of this trial because I felt it so important. So it was taken seriously, but the jury didn't believe the allegations. And, and that's what it comes down to. So I would hate that anyone, and if anyone is watching and you are subject to this, don't be put off by coming forward about what's happening. You must still come forward. You must still trust people like me lawyer that will listen to you and will present the case for you it has but it has to be done properly well said couldn't have said it better and i just signed it myself and i hope you guys will too let's get the word out there should this be done uh make sure we put in the description as well to pin comment uh and share the word on this and see what we do and johnny again or johnny's team let us know do you want us to be more loud about this do you want us to just back down have you gotten what you needed honestly I, that that'll deter which way i go with this as as firmly yeah. you know, but uh I appreciate what you're doing here, and I appreciate your insight. I look forward to more conversations. Guys, make sure, again, if you haven't already, go subscribe to Black Belt Barrister over on YouTube. Give him some like. Thank you guys. Popcorn Planet sent you. You can also follow him over on Twitter uh, at uh, D. Shen Smith uh, there. Uh, love when you guys connect me with awesome people like this, and love to come on your channel anytime. I'd love to have you back in alive and like I... I want to...
see if y'all are still there. So, yeah, if there's a silence, just enjoy it as an ASMR. That's an ASMR for you. Okay, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to go to Black Belt Barrister and subscribe. That was pretty good. Uh, Debbie, uh, UOK Judgment Analysis. Yeah, let's go to this because I haven't really... I didn't, well, was, didn't really follow the, uh, I didn't follow the case, uh, in the UK. Thank you all so much for watching each of my videos on this subject matter. I know they're long and detailed, but I think it's really important to talk about these issues so that we can really analyze them properly. And thank you all so much for subscribing, particularly my international subscribers, because I want these videos to reach a much more international audience, and that, it seems to be doing so. Thank you to so many other channels for supporting me, so thank you to you all. So, as promised, this is going to be the second video of my detailed analysis and breakdown of the UK judgment, and it may even go into three or four or five videos. So, this is but the second, so we'll see how long we go and see how far we get. Now, just to preface this video continuation with the analysis, none of this is to say that I am right, none of this is to say the judge is wrong, this is just yet one humble barrister's point of view on this judgment, the evidence, how it's been considered, whether I think assumptions have been made, and inviting you to consider the same so that you can have a sensible discussion, a sensible conversation as to what you think of the evidence and the judgment. Let's get into it. So where I left off was talking about the credibility issues of Amber Heard, which were ultimately dismissed by the judge. So I got to the point of the judgment where Johnny Depp had been referred to as the monster or a Jekyll and Hyde character and that was referenced in the judgment as well. Johnny Depp's response to this was essentially that Amber had just made this up and that she referred to him as this when he disagreed with her. In his evidence, as it's referred to in the judgment at paragraphs 177 and 178, in his evidence, Johnny Depp had said that the monster was a term that was invented by Amber Heard, and this is what she called him if she disagreed with him in the course of their arguments. But as with many other things throughout this judgment, the judge just didn't accept it. At paragraph 186 of the judgment, the judge said, In any event, I do not accept that Miss Heard invented the expression, still less that her use of it as a reason to disbelieve her evidence about her allegations of violence by Mr. Depp. I find that Miss Heard's use of the expression was not, as Mr. Sherborne submitted, an example of retroengineering. Retroengineering effectively meaning personalization of something or someone using specific terms, usually in retrospect. And so Mr. Sherborne and Mr. Depp were submitting that this was exactly what she was doing, but the judge didn't accept it. Now, many of you might take issue with the reasoning for this, and I'll give you an example, and again, you can let me know in the comments what you think of it. So at paragraph 184, the judge talks about an email that was sent by Johnny Depp to Elton John with reference to the monster, but the monster, I suggest, and as Johnny Depp indeed suggested, or his lawyers did on his behalf, was a different meaning than the one conveyed by Amber Heard. So paragraph 184, it includes a snippet of this email sent by Johnny Depp to Elton John, which reads as follows. 100 days of clarity for an old reprobate like me I'm leaving out certain words for YouTube. No one would have believed it possible for a very select few. Most importantly, you. So today, I'm celebrating you. I would have been swallowed up by the monster were it not for you. That is a simple fact. Now, as confirmed by the judgment at paragraph 185, Johnny Depp explained that his use of the term the monster in this email was referring to death. In other words, he'd have been swallowed up by the monster were it not for you. In other words, if it wasn't for Elton John, he'd have been dead by now. 
So reading that back again, let's just take another look. 100 days of clarity for an old reprobate like me. No one would have believed it possible, but very select few. Most importantly, you. So today I'm celebrating you. I would have been swallowed up by the monster were it not for you. Once again, Johnny Depp's evidence was that he was referring to death in this email, and that had it not been for Elton John's support, he would have been. But the judge at paragraph 185 says as follows, and this is the bit that you may take issue with the reasoning on, because whilst he's a judge, it is one person's view, and many other people might take a different view. But this is where I refer to the assumptions and inferences came in that I talked about before. So reading out the judge's reasoning at paragraph 185, it reads as follows. Well, that is a possible meaning of that email in isolation. Read in the context of the other evidence, it seemed to me more likely to be a reference to the monster term which Amber Heard said Johnny Depp himself used to describe his alter ego. And then in the conclusion of paragraph 186, in any event, I do not accept that Amber Heard invented the expression, still less that her use of it as a reason to disbelieve her evidence about her allegations of violence by Johnny Depp. I find that Amber Heard's use of the expression was not, as Mr. Sherborne submitted, an example of engineering. So summarising that, the judge essentially took Amber Heard's word for it but discounted Johnny Depp's evidence, even though Johnny Depp's evidence was given in court under oath and, as the judge had said elsewhere in the judgment, evidence given under oath should generally be more reliable, which is a very fair point. It should generally be more reliable and should be taken seriously, but again, in this case, it simply wasn't. In the next section, the judge broadly discussed character evidence. Now, whilst this was a civil trial, not a criminal trial, the judge did say here that he was going to apply the same general guidelines. In a criminal trial, if someone has a previous good character, it goes in their favour. If they had previous bad character or previous convictions and so on, then obviously it goes against them. So the judge in this section discussed several different events, and it's in this section I'd like to bring up one bit in particular. So again, you can make up your mind based on this evidence and based on some observations from me and comparing it with what the judge said in the judgment. And this is on the infamous video full side where Whitney Henriquez had beaten her up and then appeared to be inspecting her body for bruises. So I'm going to show you this clip and then make some comments on it so it will be copyright fair dealing for anyone watching. But first I need to explain something. So if an allegation is going to be made and there's a certain person involved, then that allegation will generally need to be put to that person in order to be able to rely on that allegation later. So in other words, if you want to accuse someone of being dishonest, and I'll explain why that's important in a minute, if you want to allege that someone's being dishonest in their evidence, you need to put your nature to them so they can have an opportunity to respond to it. So whether you're addressing a judge or you are addressing a jury in a final speech, for example, you need to put those allegations to the judge or jury so that you can say, this is what we say happened. You need to put those to the person, to the witness, whose testimony you are trying to discount. And the reason that I say it's important to put the dishonesty allegations to a witness is as follows. That is because in her evidence, Whitney Enriquez had denied that Amber had ever been violent to her. But of course, this video surfaced, and so to be fair to the judge, he gave permission for the cross-examination to be continued so that this piece of film outtake could be put to Whitney Enriquez so that she could respond to it. At paragraph 200 of the judgment, the judge confirms that Whitney Enriquez said that this film did not change her evidence. She said that the filmmakers have been trying to manufacture a story out of nothing. She says it was not the case that she'd had a physical fight with Amber Heard, who had then got the better of her or caused her any injury. So let me show you the clip first, I'll give you some comments on it, and then I'll tell you what the judge said.
judge says there was evidence that Amber Heard could have a quick temper. Thus, for instance, Dr. Connell Cohen, which was the psychotherapist, noted she has insight into her short temper and insecurities. She has no self-soothing techniques other than to engage Johnny Depp in reassurance. And at the tail end of this paragraph, there is, in my view, an assumption on the part of the judge where he says, I accept that shortness of temper is not the same as recourse to violence. But in respect of incident four, bearing in mind what I've said about whether or not the judge made an assumption that one thing led to physical violence, despite the evidence of the people that were there. Let me read this bit through to you, and then I promise you this will be the close of this second video. Here we go. So starting at paragraph 239, the re-amended defense, which is what that means, sets out the defendant's case relating to this incident, and the re-amended reply, which was a reply to that defense, sets out the claimant's, i.e. Johnny Depp's reply, to the matter stated in this plane journey from Boston to L.A. Amber Heard gave her account of this incident in her first witness statement at paragraph 65 to 83 but she was not cross-examined about this incident. Now, I think this is somewhat of a difficulty. Perhaps it was due to time constraints, but normally, as I said earlier in the video, you must put things in cross-examination to another party if you want to allege that they are wrong or mistaken, or simply you want to put your case to them so that they have an opportunity to respond to it so that you can make submissions on it and it will be considered by the judge. So anyway, Johnny Depp had chartered a private plane to fly him and Amber Heard to LA, and this was on the 24th of May, 2014. At paragraph 244, Johnny Depp did not recall whether he was under the influence of alcohol and or drugs during the plane journey, However, a text message was sent on the 30th of May, ultimately talking about drinking, etc., the evening before. So suffice to say, in this incident, Amber had said that Johnny Depp had kicked her hard in the back. This was as part of her witness statement. Now, this was countered by Stephen Deuters in his evidence and Jerry Judge in his evidence, both of whom were present on the plane. At paragraph 247 of the judgment, it confirms that Mr. Deuters supported the account in the re-amended reply that Johnny Depp had not during the flight assaulted Amber Heard. He said that Johnny Depp had never kicked her. The configuration of the seats and tables in the plane would not have allowed him to do so. He says that Johnny Depp may have playfully moved over to tap Miss Heard on the bottom with his shoe, but he was not sure that it even connected. He said that Johnny Depp had been quiet and focusing on his sketching. There was then an exchange of messages whereby Johnny Depp had essentially apologized for behaving badly to Amber Heard. So when he was asked about why he apologized if he'd not behaved badly, he said that he apologized, and this is a 2.52 of the judgment, he apologized because Amber Heard was unresponsive to him. She would not let go of her beliefs, and so he used words which she would find pleasing. In closing submissions, Mr. Sherborne for Johnny Depp said that he would not have done this in the presence of Stephen Deuters and Jerry Judge. Bearing in mind that Jerry Judge is Johnny Depp's head of security, so anyone in a position of head of security is going to be hardwired to prevent physical aggression between any parties that they are there to protect, including, in my view, as a martial arts expert, if Johnny Depp were to try to be aggressive towards anybody else, Jerry Judge would have prevented him from doing so, loyalties or otherwise. But ultimately, the judge discounted both of these two witness testimonies, saying that their loyalties were to Johnny Depp, and therefore essentially didn't believe what they had to say. And instead of relying on the witness testimony, relied on the exchange of text messages, which remember, as we've all become familiar with hearsay during the course of these trials, hearsay is anything that is not said in oral evidence, which is supposed to be the truth of a matter stated. So the messages essentially were hearsay, if you want to believe the truth of what is stated within them. 
However, the two witnesses being in court are not hearsay because they are in court and they are cross-examined. But in this incident, the judge doesn't believe the two witnesses' account, whereas, as I've said previously, the judge does take witness accounts as against other evidence that's been produced, even though the recordings and the videos do show clearly what happened. They were audio or video recordings of exactly what happened. In my view and in my submission to you watching this, those audio and video recordings are better hearsay evidence than a simple text message, which can be conveyed in a number of different ways, which is, as it happens, one of the reasons hearsay is said to be less reliable anyway, because to prove the truth of the matter, you need to be able to test the veracity of the contents of that message, scripture, or whatever that hearsay evidence is. Whereas with a video or an audio recording, you can hear it for what it is, you can hear the exchange, but nonetheless, as I said, this is one comparison where the hearsay evidence was taken over and above to witness testimony, whereas in other cases, it hasn't been, but only when it was favourable to Amber Heard and not Johnny Depp. So again, before this video becomes far too long, it will need to be broken out into several more videos. Now, just to reiterate, as I did at the beginning of the video, none of this is to say my views are right, none of this is to say the judge is wrong, this is just one possible breakdown by one humble barrister such as myself, to give you an opportunity to think about, to comment on this judgment, the evidence, how the evidence was played, how the evidence was considered, and what you think in respect of what's now been heard in the US trial. So I hope you found this interesting. Please do drop a like and subscribe and all that great YouTube stuff. Please do tell your other friends about me if you want to have me on their channels. I was so pleased to be on Popcorn Planet with oh, Andy Signal, awesome and thank you all for channel. introducing me to go onto his mm. channel. So Thank you, as always, for watching. Hmm. I want to leave him a message. Black Belt Barrister. Bill Burster. Okay. Um, trying to write. Are you guys still there? You are. Okay, we got five minutes left. <clears throat> so I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, that's good for you. And uh, thank you for 5,000 plus subscribers across social media. And also, um, if you enjoyed this podcast, go check out another one. Go share. I do music, comedy, politics, art. This is art. Art, 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 art. <laughs> anyway, that, um, that's getting an idea for a TikTok video. That's a trending <clears throat> noise on Instagram. This is art. Anyway, so please wear a mask in uh, public indoor spaces and also um, call Congress 202-224-3121 and demand insurrection charges for Mr. Trump and his GOP enablers. So January folks, the ones who coordinated it, like perjury, Perjury, um, Trader Green, and Representative Boberts, Bebo, kind of reminds me of Bebo, and she is a Bebo, if a Bebo were personified by a person, it would be Boberts, Bebo.
a good uh, joke. Ha ha ha. My boober joke. Anyway, so, uh, yes, I called the White House to demand those criminal insurrection charges. It's been over a year. The fuck are you waiting for? Do your fucking job to protect the United States Constitution and indict these motherfuckers. Get them off the streets and out of our Congress so that they're not terrorizing us. And that's, uh, what, you know. I, I got to, um... Lobby Senator Mark Kelly yesterday in person. Yay! Good job, just uh, uh, to, um, you know, of course, you gotta blow some sunshine up their arse. So I told him about what a great job he was doing, of course. And uh, I thought how cool it was that he was at the YouTube concert from the space station. That was. Pretty damn cool. Um, that was a 10 on the coolness scale, I would say. Huh? Anyway. Um, but, I called on him to show some leadership and call for insurrection charges for Mr. Trump and his GOP enablers. Insurrectionists, charge them with insurrection, so, so they will be barred from office, okay? Your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. <clears throat> barred from office. Okay, I'm going to do a cartoon about, uh, it's a, it says, poster, keep your eyes on the prize. Um, and the prize is a trophy, a trophy that says, barred from office, smiley face. On a smiley face. Okay, so that's the price. Keep your eyes on the price. Call Congress. Memorize this number: zero two 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 four three one two one. Call the White House. Even if you voted for Biden, I didn't vote for Biden. Too much of a freaking war hawk for my taste. <clears throat> Corrupt. Shit, another shit birds. But he's not a fucking fascist, chauvinistic pig like Mr. Trump is. Hey, that kind of rhymes. Anyway, uh, maybe I can put a beat to that, what I just said. So, yeah, um, being good to each other and, uh, reminder, wear a freaking mask, idiots.